going to have a conversation about North Korea, something we haven't talked about in a while. But you may have seen the headlines. They've been up to their old tricks lately with some pretty regular tests, um, firings of various kinds of rockets. But it really hasn't seem to divert much attention away from what's going on in Ukraine or even in China with the Taiwan situation there. It seems like there's bigger issues on the global stage right now. And it seems to me like North Korea desperately wants to change that. Joining us now to talk about it is James Trottier, who's a fellow at the Canadian Global Affairs Institute, a lawyer and a former career Canadian diplomat who led four diplomatic missions to North Korea, was also in charge of political economic uh, diplomatic affairs at the Canadian Embassy in South Korea. Uh, James, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. So what's the thinking behind what's going on with North Korea and why these tests have started up again? I think that the, well, perhaps I should start with the good news, because you mentioned uh, the Ukraine and, yeah. and Russia, I think. The good news is that uh, North Korea did not did not launch these missiles because they're about to launch a conflict. It's not a sure. situation like Russia and and Ukraine, where there's genuine concern about imminent military action. Um, the North Koreans are not about to launch an attack which would lead to their own destruction. Um, they know any preemptive attack would mean the end of North Korea. So there are basically three reasons for, for North Korea launches. The first one is that North Korea, like other nuclear states, uh, tests its weapon systems to perfect its its uh, systems. All these countries test: USA, Russia, yeah. China, Pakistan, India. Uh, the others test launch their missiles, and so does uh, North Korea. And test launches are a stage in weapons development program. And um, these are weapons which were put in development about three years ago, since the collapse of the 2019 talks with the USA. So that's the first reason. The second reason is, and you alluded to it in your comments, is to remind the Biden administration that North Korea requires attention and cannot be ignored, and to prod them into substantive negotiations. North Korea has taken offense at the idea that um, negotiations with North Korea are not a priority for the Biden administration, which is focused on Russia, China, Iran. North Korea is not a first-tier concern in the Biden administration. It's probably not even, it's either a second or a third-tier concern. And as you know, talks have been frozen since 2019, yeah. and so the launches are a reminder to the Biden administration that status quo will not hold, and that if the USA is not proactive regarding North Korea, then North Korea will seize the uh, initiative. Uh, the third uh, reason, I would say, is that um, when and if these negotiations do start, the North Koreans are looking to bargain from a position of strength when and if talks resume. And uh, so that's that, those are the three reasons, I think, for the, the launches now. And really, this is the only lever that North Korea can pull, right? Like you say, there are no talks. There's, there's not other means of diplomacy that take place between other um, states in the United States. Uh, it, this is basically how they have to do to try and get attention. This is, this is really their only play, isn't it? This is how they... This is how they try to uh, get onto the uh, U.S. Uh, agenda. And it's... Uh, I think you alluded to it in your opening remarks as well. There's, it's a familiar uh, playbook yeah. and cycle, which goes something like this. The USA does not engage North Korea. North Korea provokes. USA reacts and eventually talks into followed by more or less a short, more or less short period of quiet, followed by a new cycle of provocation and reaction. But I think what, what's important to note is that the North Korea comes out of each of these cycles stronger militarily. So um, 
there's a benefit to them, obviously. They get the talks that they want. They end up being militarily stronger. So we can expect this will only continue, right? I think that what you can expect that uh, going in the future, in the short and intermediate term, um, uh, I don't see any much movement, for instance, in the USA or North Korea positions vis-a-vis negotiations. So I expect more launches of a similar sort, probably after the Beijing Olympics, yeah. and also around the Korean election in March. And then I would expect countermeasures by the uh, by the USA. Uh, another factor that you should consider is that President Moon Jae-in will be leaving, uh, who's been a leading advocate for talks with North Korea, um, the South Korean president, that is, will be leaving office following presidential elections in, in March. And depending on the results, uh, tensions could rise between North and South Korea. But, but I, I would just go back to my opening point, which was this isn't some sort of prelude to some sort of... Uh, some sort of attack because uh, um, the, U- the North Korea is not suicidal. They know that any attack would lead to their destruction. Nor is the USA going to launch a preemptive attack uh, because uh, uh, a preemptive attack would not destroy the um, North Korean second strike ability to uh, to uh, to sow uh, death and destruction in, in South Korea. Last one, and then I'll let you go. Um, what about what's going on internally, the situation inside of North Korea? Are there stressors? Are there things going on there, be it COVID? We know their economy's not great. I mean, are there stressors inside that are, are, are making uh, this kind of action more urgent to try and get some notice on the world stage? Um, I would say that uh, uh, there are things going on in North Korea in terms of the uh, really poor, really poor uh, economic situation and uh, and uh, humanitarian situation. The North Koreans themselves, because of COVID, have closed their whole borders with China and Russia and, and basically to the external world. So in a sense, um, this the launches at this time are also a way to distract yeah. the population. Um, North Korea probably finds it useful to highlight an external foe and also demonstrate one area where it is significant achievement and expertise. All makes perfect sense. Um, Mr. Trache, thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. That is James Trache, who is a fellow at the Canadian Global Affairs Institute, lawyer, former career Canadian diplomat who led four diplomatic missions to North Korea.